Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Don Butler on the line, and he's the Managing Director over at TomVest. Don, welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you very much. It's uh, great to be here. So I'm excited to get more into your background and what you're doing over at TomVest, um, but before we do that, let's get a little bit more into your history. So how did you get started um, in your career and as an entrepreneur? Uh, you know, um, I'd say my, my career, I had sort of uh, jumped around uh, a little bit in the uh, the early days as I was kind of figuring out exactly what I uh, really wanted to do for uh, the bulk of my time. And, um, you know, uh, if you were to look back, I'd say uh, it actually started uh, with a lot of work in East Asia. Uh, I had done uh, business development for several startups, uh, specifically going out to uh, Japan and China. Uh, and so I'd spend quite a bit of time out there. And then uh, layer on top of that, some time working in investment banking. Uh, and uh, I think, you know, kind of the combination of uh, finance and working with startups uh, led me to uh, connecting with uh, a seller by the name of Peter Thompson, who is the founder of TomVest. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's funny because I think um, a lot of people in their career, uh, at least in my, in my case, thought that, you know, uh, typically you might be working at, at uh, a given company for maybe five or six years, and then you try try to do something new. And uh, for me at TomVest, it's uh, coming up next February on 20 years. Uh, and so it's it's turned into quite, quite the career, um, but uh, it's also a testimony to the to the team that we're working with here. Um, the, the fellow that I work for, in particular, a guy named Peter Thompson, um, super solid guy, uh, and uh, happy to tell you more about him, too. I love it. I, I love your story, and, and what I like about it is that, uh, you know, everybody talks about this idea of, you know, how nowadays the new culture is, has to do with, you know, um, a lot of people move jobs a lot, let's just say, for whatever reason. Frequently, it matter. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, but, but that being said, like, I also know that if you're in the right scenario, you have the right leadership, and if you're in the right type of business that matches your personality, why would you ever want to leave? Like, it's an amazing thing if you have the right, yeah, if you're in the right. right situation. So, that being said, I, I do want to ask you a slightly different question than I typically ask. So, what are some of the things that um, some of the younger people that are out there that are just starting their career should be looking at in terms of an, an, an employer and in their career to make them want to stay somewhere for a long time? Um, because I think uh, it's a conversation yeah. we don't have often. Yeah, no, well, you know, and, and uh, it's funny because when I tell people that I'm coming up on two decades at the same place, uh, usually you get a, a mix of uh, uh, shock and admiration, I guess. <laughs> and, uh, you know, um, the the thing I've found, if I, if I look at it, is it's sort of a combination of uh, cultural fit. Uh, that, mm-hmm. That's got to be very strong. And then the, the second thing, and I think this is uh, sort of something that's also uh, somewhat unique in working with uh, startups in the venture capital business, and that is, uh, that it's a business where you can never know enough. Um, like when I when I worked in business development or when I worked in investment banking, you know, one thing I found is that it, it probably took me six to nine months to sort of get a handle on exactly what I was doing and kind of feel like I I knew what I was doing. Um, you know, there's that that adaptation period. And uh, I'd say in venture, there's so many different things that you have to to learn and to master that. Uh, you know, you can you can be working in venture for 20 years and still be learning something new every day, uh, and and that's that's one of the beauties of 
I think either this business or even uh, working inside of a startup or, or starting a startup is that you know the the amount of things that you can learn and things you should try to learn uh, is so vast that uh, it keeps it interesting. And so I'd, I'd say for younger um, people earlier in their career, I would look for a combination of kind of cultural fit. You know, does the organization share the the, the values or you know, and specifically, are they interested in developing you as a person? Uh, and then secondly, uh, you know, are you going to continue to, to learn in the role? Because I think if, if you are, then you'll feel sort of, uh, uh, you know, you'll be excited uh, each morning to, to wake up. I, I remember, you know, back in the day when I was working in investment banking, I, I, I sometimes would have anxiety on Sunday night before going back into the office because of all the things you had to do. And here, you know, I, I found in venture, um, you're excited to, to go back to the office every day. Yeah, that's awesome. I love it. I love the vantage point, and I love the uh, the insight there, Don. Uh, let's switch it up a bit. I want to get into what you're doing over at Tomvest. So first, tell me a little bit more about the company, please. Uh, so, you know, Tomvest Ventures, uh, you could look at us as a uh, $500 million evergreen fund. Um, we're, uh, uh, I would say, unique from most venture funds in two ways. One, uh, all of our all of our capital is coming from just one person. That's Peter Thompson. Uh, whose uh, family owns the majority of Thompson Reuters. Uh, and then secondly, uh, we're heavily, heavily focused on uh, just a few uh, verticals that we we invest in. Uh, and those would be uh, financial technology and real estate technology, uh, cybersecurity and infrastructure-related technologies, and then finally, sales and marketing technologies. Uh, and uh, so as, as the run of the, if you look at venture funds more generally, uh, people, when they get to know our group, tend to, tend to find that we're heavily focused on uh, the areas that we uh, are investing in. Are there any kind of – so you have a unique vantage point. Um, and number one, um, uh, obviously, as long as you've been with the company so that you, you've, been, you've been tracking the market in your niches for quite some time, um, what, any kind of niche – or excuse me, any type of trends that you care to comment on in general from your neck of the woods? You know, um, it, it's funny because since I've been doing this for so long, uh, I, I joke that I can date myself in cycles rather than in uh, <laughs> years. <laughs> you know, if you look at I it, get uh, that. that. That's finance humor. For anybody that's not that's listening right now that didn't laugh, you're not in finance. That was funny. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and you know, um, uh, so I, I'd say these days, uh, uh, the, the, if you look at any any measures of related to the venture industry, whether it's sort of uh, capital being raised by venture funds or capital being invested into companies, um, we're, we're at near record highs. Uh, and so, you know, when I look at it, I, I think on the one hand, that gives entrepreneurs the opportunity to, I think it's much easier to raise capital than it was in previous years, uh, and there's a, a wealth of capital. On the other hand, you know, having so much capital has meant that uh, it's driven all of the sort of inputs into a business up. And, and by that, I mean, uh, you know, the, the cost of labor, you know, has gone up dramatically, especially here in the, the San Francisco Bay Area. Uh, and so, you know, if I were uh, a younger person looking at sort of the startup world, I think there's a, a raft of opportunity. I think um, the, the thing that it, it also implies, though, or the thing that it also means is that there'll be a host of competition. Uh, and so thinking about how you differentiate uh, is something that I think has become much more uh, acute than in past times when, when you didn't have so much money in the in the system. Mm, that's great insight there, and I and I see that um, I see that happening depending on different um, depending on what your vertical is. Uh, I've, I've had quite a few conversations with people on the podcast that are saying, you know, there's a lot of money on the sidelines. Exactly what you said, there's yeah. a lot of money on the sidelines, but that being that doesn't make it any easier to get that money. Is the way is the but, way yeah. you see where it is. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, I think it's still, you know, um, it's still hard. Um, the, the one thing I would say that uh, I've also come to, to I think, uh, with with the we do a lot of research uh, here in uh, in research in our verticals and then research on sort of what leads to success in startup companies uh, more specifically. And you know, the, um, the the kind of interesting statistic that we have landed on several times now is, you know, uh, the most successful companies that generate the most amount of uh, value creation for um, the founders or for the employees tends to be about 1% of the companies out there. And the way you could look at it is companies that can hit $100 million in revenue and keep on growing at north of 30% uh, compound annual growth rate. Uh, and so, you know, one thing I'd also say for uh, people who might be considering a startup or can, considering uh, joining a startup is look for companies that can get to scale. Uh, and, and usually that means They've got to have, um, first and foremost, a, a team uh, that can sort of lead there, and then, you know, sort of a big market and a big idea. I think those are the those are the ones that are going to generate, you know, frankly, the most returns for uh, either founders or uh, or employees. Mm. No, I, I completely get it. So, Don, if somebody is uh, listening to this and they just want and they want to learn more about um, Tomfest or just to connect, um, what's the best way for them to do that? Uh, you know, the best way um, uh, would be uh, to learn about our group. Uh, you can go to our website. That's just uh, www.pomvest.com. Uh, or, um, you know, uh, and, and I think we also have been forthright with sort of uh, communicating with entrepreneurs. And so, you know, my email is just don at pomvest.com. Uh, and, uh, you know, we have a, a, a decent-sized team here, so uh, we uh, – handle uh, sort of all of the uh, inbound inquiries here directly. But, uh, you know, I think those are the two easiest ways to get in touch. Fantastic. Well, hey, Don, really appreciate you uh, coming on the show today and sharing more about your background and all the great work you're doing over at TomVest. And uh, to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, uh, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes Store, uh, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And, Don, thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you.